Hey, what's up? <laughs> can't do that. You're gonna can't give me that face. <laughs> Clearly, my opening is gonna be, "Hey, what's up?" This is Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Matthew. And this is episode 117, a midwinter night stream. Hey. <laughs> um, actually, before we start, I just want to say I've gotten a, a little bit more activity and responses on our Twitter and Facebook and things recently. So uh, nice to hear from everybody. And, uh, you know, I like to hear from everybody that's listening. Uh, it's and even fun. people that aren't listening. And people that aren't listening, though you wouldn't know that we're asking you. Uh, and uh, They might get a psychic message. They it might. They might be like Daphne, and they can just feel our energy, and they might be like, oh, I felt this. Yes. I need to respond to you. And you absolutely should. If you're out there and you're hearing this, absolutely respond. And also, like, let us know what uh, if there's stuff you guys want to hear on, like, you know, or see us do yeah, on, we'll like, Twitter. Yeah, we'll play some music. <laughs> we probably won't play any music except the beginning music and the end music and the music our neighbors are playing. Um, we've asked them to queue up a little, uh, some little something for you to hear, so no, you might randomly we, pick some stuff up. We didn't ask them to queue up anything. <laughs> uh, no, they figured they'll just do it at random for us. Oh, okay. To, you know, do a little They're background. professional DJs. Right. Um, but yeah, so if there's anything you want, want us to Quad do on those. Quad City DJs <laughs> are our the... neighbors, so. Uh, just let us know. Um, anyway. Uh, we're gonna jump into the episode so um we start at uh at, at cafe nervosa my favorite i was just gonna say i almost said at diana's favorites location cafe nervosa um uh, niles niles ordering an incredibly complicated drink because i think he knew we were gonna make this podcast and we were gonna have a drink sep- uh section so he orders a double cappuccino, half calf, non fat milk, with just enough foam to be aesthetically pleasing, but not so much that it leaves a mustache. <laughs> cinnamon or chocolate on that? Oh, they make this so complicated. Um, cinnamon. This is. I, I was just thinking how weird this drink is. Because it's a double cappuccino, but then it's half calf. So, like. Yeah, I would say. I, I would think that's a double shot. So one is. Calf like, and one's decaf. I, I guess, yeah. But then I feel like that's gotta be a, like a weirdly strong, like bitter sort of drink. I think that's with, why it's milk the, in it. Yeah, but it's non-fat milk, so it's not gonna cut it as much. Just saying, it's, a, it's an awfully. Uh, and then you add the cinnamon to it. Oh, another bus just drove by our bus. Yeah, we're in a race, a death race. <laughs> yeah. So uh, hopefully we make it. Yep. So there's a jump at the end, and <laughs> we can't drop below 50 miles an hour. That's correct. But then before Fraser can order, uh, Daphne shows up, because she's picking up some beans for the house, which, this is interesting, so they're pick- she's picking up the, the Kenya blend that they like so much, and... Why can't Fraser pick it up? He's there all yeah, the time. That, well, yeah, there's that. There's also the fact that she... She ends up talking in this section as if it's her preferred blend of coffee. Yeah, 
But she probably has just gotten used to it. Maybe. Because, like, she used to, like, add eggshells and stuff to it in the first episode. Or second episode. And some cinnamon. And some cinnamon. Or something. Yeah, probably. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's what I like putting in my coffee. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Not really. It gets all soggy at the bottom. It's like a slurry. Mmm, delicious slurry. General Mills, if you're listening. Um, does General Mills make Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yes. Yes, General Mills, if you're listening. I, I, I think. Uh, yeah. Um... If you're listening, please tell us if you make that cereal. Yeah. And we love it and sponsor us. So they're ordering from... This is the first time we learn the waiter's name. The waiter's been... This waiter has been in this a number of times. Guy with the ponytail. Ponytail guy. He looks like he drives a van. Because he does. He does drive a van. We know he drives a van. He, he drives and that's a van. why it looks like it. He knows all about the Topaz room. His name is Eric. Um, oh, yeah. You would think I've written Eric down somewhere. And I wrote nothing about that. You never I just put flirting with barista. Yes. So actually, that's the thing. I said waiter. It's it's sort of a weird thing. I've never been to a cafe like this where like the barista actually comes to your table to take your order. Yeah. Well, that's because you've only been to Starbucks. I've been to plenty of cafes. No, you've never I've been, been to, to a cafe, cafe before. I've been to lots of cafes. I've never been I to one mean, where someone comes to your they table. They don't to have you. them on the spots. <laughs> And you've lived here the last 75 years. That is true. That is true. I, My bones are so creaky from sitting in this bus seat for 75 years. I have to hold on really tight or I might fall and break a hip. Uh, but anyway, um, A lot like Martin on that date. Yes. So, okay. So Eric, uh, he remembers Daphne's order. And because what he, beans she likes, right? He because some people think it's a bit too bold, uh, but not Daphne. No, she likes something that holds its body on her tongue, which, yeah, that's a bit too much for Niles to hear. He, he is just flabbergasted, he is flabbergasted and gobsmacked. Yes, and he is thinking, What a bunch of balloon juice! He is thinking that. <laughs> the uh, nerve of this man. Uh, yeah, so like this is like the most flirtatious you could possibly get when talking about coffee beans, I think. I don't know, I wrote a haiku, a spicy haiku. Did you? About I, coffee beans. About coffee? Hmm, okay. Interesting. I can't recite it for you right now because as I do not have it memorized <laughs> right. and I did not know that that was going to come up in this episode. Uh, I think I you wonder... can make anything flirtatious. Yeah, but I mean, it's very much like, let me, you know, you can come and taste my special blend and like, so I'm wondering, do you think Eric has done this before? Like, is this a line? I think he does this to every lady that walks in there and yeah. maybe some men too. <laughs> maybe. And probably people that can get him a good deal in a van, or a guitar, <laughs> or a sitar, or, I don't know, an ottoman. <laughs> Whatever. Because he needs, just needs an ottoman for his van. Yeah, I mean, if you're good at flirting, it will get you everything at a reduced rate. I have, or get you kicked out. I have seen that in my life. You have seen that, which part? The kicked out or the reduced? Both. 
I get yes. in for free and then uh, get kicked out immediately <laughs> for both at the same time for being flirtatious. Wow. It's really weird. Basically, they're just like, it wow. It occurs to me, I, I may just be getting like screwed over because people are like, yeah, give me a, this much money. And I'll be like, okay. And then they're like, now get out. Uh, but I just, hmm. Yeah, you got to get some follow through. I feel like my flirting is actually hurting me. I'm doing worse. Yes. yes. Because of it. Okay. So I would give I just, that up. I just figured that out. So Niles is clearly- <laughs> You are just like having some issues right now we are never getting past the first few notes that i have (laughs) okay Uh, like what i'm taking over i'm taking over okay so there's flirting with the barista who cares who cares yeah okay Uh, niles cares yes that was my segue (laughs) um so the policeman rides in on a segue And then we find out it actually it's not an episode about Frazier. It's all about this police officer. It's Paul Blart, Molotov. <laughs> so strange that this saw that far into the future. Yep. So this I didn't never knew that that movie was a spinoff of Frasier. They don't really <laughs> talk about that. Uh, it's a literal spinoff because at the end of this episode, do you remember what happened? You all know. You all know. You all watched the that episode. Was, that was pretty good. Okay, so Nile seems to be uh, in deni- He kind of denies that he has feelings for Daphne right. that are anything more than just friendly. Right, because Fraser brings it up. This is the first time he directly confronts yes. him. Even though. We've talked a lot about how clearly, from what Fraser's saying, he knows what's going on. He's made it obvious what's going on. He's been so obvious about it that it should be obvious to Daphne. This is the first time he's blatantly said, like, your your obsession here is going too far. Yes, I like the how Niall says something like, oh, we had to go protect our Daphne. Right. Like, she's her own person. Yes. This is, goes back to the other episode where she wanted to go out with the guy at the Topaz Larry. room. Right? What? Kevin? Larry? Larry? What was his name? I thought it was Larry. <laughs> is that what it was? Probably not. I don't know why I said Larry. I, I think it was Will I Am. <laughs> it was probably Will I Am. Um, you can ignore all these spoon noises you're hearing. <laughs> if you don't hear them, then just ignore what I just said. Jimmy. It was Jimmy. Yes. Yeah, I knew. That's what I said. I said Jimmy. It. This sounds a little weird in here today. The microphone's broken, and it made it sound different. Uh, um, yeah, so Nas gets really upset, and he's like, how could she like him? That man has community college written all over him. Which, come on, Niles. There is nothing wrong with community college. I'm legitimately going to go out and say right now, if you're going to community college, kudos to you. Oh, man, I love kudos. <laughs> well, wait. you know what? So do people that go to community college. Oh, wait, no, I was thinking combos. Never mind. Oh, I mean, I like those too, but I, I also like kudos. Kudos are pretty pretty tasty. Oh, those Very are a thing? Di- yeah, they're okay. like, I'm pretty sure they're like a... Twix? I thought they were like Twix. I thought they were like a, one of those bars that's like a mini chocolate chips and like oats and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure it's that. Okay. Kudos are delicious, um, and I will. And everyone that's going to community college right now should go get some because you've earned it. They're probably in the vending machine. There, they might be in the vending machine. You've earned it, for real. Good, 
to you because you know hey advance yourself in whatever way you can like and you know eric eric has a full-time job here he does and guess what he's in a band and he invited daphne to go see his band. Yep. Because this is Seattle. And <laughs> we know what kind of music he plays. This guy has a ponytail and he means business. And you know he lets that ponytail down when he's jamming out. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That It's just draped over his, his shoulders and he's just Yeah, he's got out. like a leather shrug on. <laughs> Shout out to School Rock. Um, um, I like that to this day, that movie came out like over 10 years ago, and to this day you're still like, anyone who's in a band is wearing a leather shrug. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, I'm a real big fan of music. That sounds you're like maybe. a real big fan of real big fish. I, I that is actually <laughs> true. It sounds like I'm being like a mom that doesn't know anything about, <laughs> mu- what is this music? <laughs> Uh, but I actually know some things. Uh, We're with it. We're pretty hip to the lingo. No, sorry. Gosh. Oh, what is, what's her face saying? That that would have been, I can't remember what she says in the episode, the cool episode. Who said what? Who With says, the girl, the girl, the model child, the model child. Oh, oh, oh. The, mo- the model child. She uh, was just the perfect child. Yes. She's the model for all children. All children should be like her. Exactly. Calling people gomers. No, doesn't Fraser call people Gomer? No. She. He says that in response to, like, later, I think that he uses... my dad says Gomer. Like, my dad, that's because it's not, like, a reference to, like, Gomer Pyle. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because if you're a Gomer, sense, yeah. like, yeah. he was all, like, dumb and, like, messing stuff up. <laughs> yep. I mean, who even knows about that? No one. No one knows. Everyone that's listening that knows about Gomer Pyle... Kudos to you. (laughs) Yeah, go get some kudos also. Go get some combos to you. You can have some combos. Uh, Okay, so. So Frazier thinks that. Sorry. uh, I I just wrote this note. Infatuation with Daphne, systematic something. Systemic? It's a systemic problem. That is not what I wrote. (laughs) I think that's what you meant to write. Because I think that's what Frazier says. It's like it's systemic of. Um, his problems with Maris. And so, yeah, so he's trying to find out, like, are Niles and Maris having issues, and is that why he's so, uh, or was it symptomatic? It's either systemic or symptomatic. I don't remember which word he uses. one of those. But yeah, he's asking basically if they're having problems. And he says, well, it's getting a little boring, humdrum. Yeah. Um, so Fraser suggests they spice things up. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, you mean in the boudoir? <laughs> and it's like, where else do you spice things up? No, what? like in the kitchen, like go get some cumin. Right. Like that's a D, that's well, the Dave joke. Most people, uh, forget to save a space for that in the spice rack. But not in the new Niles Maris marriage. They've got a cumin space. <laughs> They're spicing it up in they the got, spice rack. They got that at Ikea. Um, no, they got it from Noel the Mole. So. <laughs> but I love that Niles 
has this very, like, sort of, like, expectant look on his face while he's waiting for Frazier to come up with a way. Yeah, he's just like, what do you suggest? And he's just like, well, (laughs) obviously, (laughs) you know... Uh, this thing, because, you know, uh, and he just kind of stammers for a while, kind of like this whole first section, (laughs) and, uh, you know, he's just like, I got nothing. Yeah, because it's Niles Amaris, and he can't think of a way for them to spice things up. But guess what? This is great, because you know who knows about spicing stuff up? (laughs) Somebody with a spice rack. (laughs) Somebody who did get a spice rack with with a Cuban place. That's Ross. And now we're in the studio. <laughs> um, so I like Fraser goes in and just like asks, like, oh, how are you? And mm-hmm. Roz is just like, do you really care? Or, you know, are you just saying that to be nice? And Fraser obviously is just like, eh, you know, about he's it. Like, uh, just to be nice, basically. Right. Which she says, the way she says it, it's very confrontational. It makes me think there is actually something going on. There's well, yes. a story there that we are never going to hear. We're never going to hear. But she peps up mm-hmm. when Fraser brings up, like, hey, I have a sex question to ask you. Right. And she's like, oh, you come to the right place. <laughs> right. And um, basically asks for, you know, an idea, like, to spice things up. Mm-hmm. Well, I like the question, like, he has, like, what what do you do when the romance goes out of the relationship? And her answer is just, I get dressed and go home. Like, ha-ha. But no one can see your finger pointing? No, but I feel like you can hear it. I feel like I'm finger guns. I'm doing finger guns so emphatically that you can hear me finger guns. It's like paper planes in here. <laughs> yes, exactly like that. There's cash register noise <laughs> happening. Yep. Shotgun, uh, shotgun. <laughs> Catch register noise. Um, anyway, Paper so... cut. So, are you going to say something about Roz's idea on how to spice things up? Sexy gladiator. That's it. <laughs> That's and then the section. <laughs> so, she says, like, role-playing. So, because she says, like... It, like, she had a boyfriend, they used to go what to a bar. What other ways are there? Honestly. Because every time when somebody says spice things up, it's always just like, I guess we could roleplay. <laughs> they might as well just say, you guys should just roleplay. <laughs> right. Because every time you hear this in any other sitcom, in fact, any show that ever talks about this, yeah. the way to have an awful thing happen in your relationship is to spice things up with role playing. Yeah, it will never work if you, I, if you live under, in the TV world. No, any other ways to do it. Yeah, well, there's always a kooky mishap. <laughs> yes, always. But there's, of course, this is Frasier, and everything is a kooky mishap. Right, of course. I should just rename this kooky mishap. <laughs> uh, I, I like that. Um, she actually does say to Frasier, because she assumes it's Frasier trying to get help with his relationship. Right. Which is interesting because he's he usually talks to her about relationships, so the idea mm-hmm. that he's been in a relationship long enough for it to have lost the spark, but she doesn't know about it yet. Yeah. Seems a little odd. But yeah, so she says, like, he'd make a really sexy gladiator, which makes me think, 
She's thinking about Frasier as a sexy gladiator. Well, have you seen that chest? <laughs> yeah, I think he'd make a sexy grizzly bear. I don't know that he makes a sexy gladiator. <laughs> um, yeah. But then, of course, then she finds out it's Niles, and so she changes her answer to just be a gladiola. Which is a flower. It is a flower. And not a person that rows a boat. <laughs> Which is what I thought it was <laughs> nope. for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. And I was like, well, that makes sense. That seems romantic. You know, a guy rowing a boat and, like, down the canal things. That's romantic. They have a striped shirt on. That just screams romance. Stripes. <laughs> Nothing is sexier than stripes. Take That's it true. from me. Bank robbers. Hot. So, if you want to spice things up in the bedroom, Stripes. That's how you spice things up. Stripes. And then just go with really wide stripes. And then if you need to stri- like spice it up more, you just paint those stripes into even narrower stripes. So you have double the stripes. Mm-hmm. The wider the stripe you start with, the more times you can double it up and double the spice in the bedroom. I, I think you should just go and get some plaid pajamas. Lots of kind of stripes going on in plaid. Yeah, but see, those aren't really stripes, though. So I feel like you're not they're as much... They're cross. They're lines. Yeah. There are yeah. lines and they're striping. So I feel like then you're not spicing up, spicing it up. You're, you're maple syruping it up and that messes everything. Like That sounds like a way to spice it up. Well, I mean... That, that... A maple is a spice. <laughs> Debatable. And a name. <laughs> And a name. And a name. There are people named Maple. Maple! I sound like I'm calling a cat. Like, Maple, come here, little kitty. I don't know. That's not how I died to a cat. That was like... That's like if I'm trying to flirt with the cat. Maple, why don't you come here? You're looking Maple. nice in your fur coat tonight, Maple. I've never said that. Yeah. You got a chest like Frasier. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so now we're at a new section. Ahoy, matey. And oh. this is when Johnny Depp walks in. <laughs> yes. Just stumbles into the room, swaying back and forth. He's been practicing this role for a long time. I mean, I think he was kind of, you know, he's wino forever. So, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, there's a knock at the door. Well, some emphatic doorbell ringing. Oh, that's a, that's what I said. Yes, very emphatic. I didn't doorbell. write that down. Yeah. Um. At at Fraser's apartment. It seems late at night because everyone's in bed. Yeah, because lights are off. Fraser comes running out in his bathrobe, opens, throws open the door. Who wears a bathrobe? Uh, people who are about to answer the door wearing, would be answering the door wearing something that they wouldn't want people to see. Like his chest. Yes. He wouldn't want to frighten anyone and think, oh God, it's a bear. I was going to say a Sasquatch. Or that. I mean, it is the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So you don't want somebody in the middle of the night to like suddenly see you and think, Oh, God, I found him, and he's going to murder me. I found the Sasquatch. Why do we always assume the Sasquatch is going to murder somebody? I mean, if you get startled by one, I would assume there's a chance. I think the Sasquatch is going to be startled. Well, because maybe that's why we've never found one, is because everybody that finds them 
finds it's the last thing they see. Yeah, but then you just look in their eyes, and it's, like, recorded in their eyes. Yeah, that's not actually a thing. Well, I saw it on Fringe. <laughs> I like how you're referencing Fringe. That's, like, the only episode of Fringe we've ever watched. And I have ever. it memorized. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so... Frasier has hidden his Bigfoot body under a bathrobe. <laughs> and uh, Niles is at the door. Yeah. And he's wearing a trench coat. He is. Because he's not hiding his Bigfoot body. He's hiding something else. Yes. He's, he's hiding his pirate outfit. He is hiding his pirate outfit. It's got some ruffles <laughs> and a sash. And um, we find out that Maris kicked him out. Yeah, because there was a little, a little bit of a problem, you see, because yep. Niles made a treasure map for Maris, mm-hmm. and well, okay, before okay, so he's telling the story to Martin because Martin wakes up right. and he's like, "What's going on? Why is not? Why is Niles here?" Sees Niles in the pirate outfit and is like, "No thanks." <laughs> right. And Niles goes, there's a perfectly good explanation for why I'm wearing this ridiculous outfit. Mm-hmm. Starts telling the story. We find out he was waiting in, the, what, a closet? A Linen wardrobe? Gold. Yeah. Uh, yes. Left her a treasure map to yes. come and find him. He was there wearing just an eye patch. Yep. I guess covering his doubloons. Uh, okay, that's what you want to call it. And he had—he was holding a knife in his teeth. Yep. And you know the door opens, but it's not Maris that finds him; it's the maid, yeah, the upstairs, upstairs maid. Because of course they have multiple. Well, you got to have an upstairs and a downstairs and a basement <laughs> right. maid and yes. a car maid, a fruit seller maid, and a fruit seller. Yeah. Because, of course, there's a fruit seller and a shed made. Freezer made. <laughs> of course. Uh, so, here's the interesting thing. So, the maid finds him and starts yelling what he's assuming is something in idiomatic Guatemalan, is what he says. Does he just mean Spanish? Yeah. The official language of Guatemala is Spanish. There are a bunch of, like, indigenous languages and things there, too. But there isn't one called Guatemalan. Yeah, so Niles is an idiot. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> Which is maybe the whole point of the show. Yeah. Anyways, we find out maybe it's not an eye patch if you're wearing it somewhere else. <laughs> uh, that's the big funny line. Yes. I made it very unfunny. Um, um, yeah, so he's thrown out. He barely gets dressed. Because Maris walks in and right. s- assumes... I don't know what Maris could assume that he's like... Involved with the upstairs maid? I guess that's that's thing I find very weird is because that's what it seems like she's making some assumption like that. But considering how upset the maid is about it, it doesn't seem like he's trying to do something well, with her. I think Maris jumps to conclusions very quickly, and then mm-hmm. she doesn't like listen. Yeah, she seems to have be very temperamental mm-hmm. and so it's just like no i don't have time i'm just gonna run away from the situation right so though so i have to wonder okay so the next step though so l- we assume maris is making this assumption and throwing him out right 
Yes. He goes to go... He barely has time to put his sash on. Right. But here's the question I have. Why does he have a pirate costume? If he's only wearing the eye patch... Because rich people have costume parties all the time. I'm saying, though, why is there a costume if he's not going to be wearing it except for the eye patch? That is a good question. (laughs) Like... Either he's wearing it with the assumption he's going to take it off, or he doesn't have it at all, and he wouldn't have it there to be put on. Okay, because it's funnier to have it on, all right? It is funnier to have it on, Okay, so we find out that Martin's going to tell the story at Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways, everyone's going to go to sleep. They say, hey, just stay here for the night. Niles, you can just sleep on the couch. It seems like they would have another spare bedroom. I thought they have a guest bedroom. Well, no, because, remember, they didn't even have enough bedrooms for Daphne. Well, yeah. So, clearly, they're not going to have another extra bedroom. Well, I guess the spare bedroom is Martin's room now. Right. Okay. And I noticed while Niles is sitting there... He's, like, got his leg... He, like, drops into the chair and has his leg draped over the arm of it in a way that I... Could not imagine Niles He's in ever sitting. I know, but even in distress, distress, I feel like in distress, I think it's because very, like, he. Closed. I think he acts a certain way for Maris. Mm-hmm. That is not really him. Maybe. I feel like though we've seen distressed Niles before, and distressed Niles sits in a very closed-off, like. Contained he is being ball. fun. He's being fun. He's a pirate right now, and he's taking that character very seriously. Apparently. So, he gets his Canadian goose down pillow and his Egyptian cotton sheets. Mm-hmm. Here, here's a comfy Chanel couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something. And, Frazier, uh, and Martin makes a comment when he hears all of this just for, like, a night of sleeping on the couch. Like, I still think a couple of years in the service would have done you boys good. And I have to say, so, like, usually... I think he wants to toughen up. Right. No, I get that. But I have to say, like, I don't care how tough you are. I feel like when you reach a certain level of, like, affluence, you buy nice things that are comfortable to use. Yeah, that is why SkyMall is great. <laughs> you need that very expensive Sherpa, you know, Snuggie. Yes. You also need... The statue of Kelsey Grammer to put on your lawn. No, that's Bigfoot. Are you sure? I mean, it's hard to tell. <laughs> is there hard. is a life-size one, a medium one, and a small one. There's three sizes of the Bigfoot it's one. a tiny Kelsey Grammer <laughs> that you could put on your lawn. That would be amazing, and I would actually buy that. Uh, I gotta say, I feel bad because, like, there's this tiny part of me that's like, what if he listens to our podcast someday? And we're constantly making fun of how hairy his chest is. And if that ever happens, it's all in good fun, Kelsey. It's all in good fun. I I mean, Mr. Grammar, I don't want to sound too familial with you. I've never met you before. Okay, it sounds so weird (laughs) to call him Mr. Grammar. Because he sounds like he's an English teacher, like a fun one. And it's just like, oh, you're fun, in quotes. Right. And, yeah, he's not fun. Uh, but, t- t- uh, Kelsey, Mr. Grammar, you are fun. And we, and we love you. Please come on the show. 
it's a, it's recorded in our living room, so that might be awkward. But <laughs> I mean, rent... and our living room is a bus, which might make it even more awkward. We will rent a studio we... for a day. We would absolutely for an hour. That's all we can afford. Uh... Um. So. Uh, so we find out Niles is not someone that cries. Right. And that. So like he can't. He's not, he, like, he, it just doesn't... He says he's physically unable to cry. Yeah, he doesn't like, ever... So, I feel like what he means by this is he has a really hard time crying. Like, he just... It's not that he doesn't get sad or upset about right. things. He's just not moved to tears. Right. Which seems incorrect. Well, no... This is interesting, which I just realized the importance of this line. Really? I didn't get that before right oh my now gosh. while we're talking well, about it. So we know who went to community college. <laughs> hey, don't insult people who go to community college. That's I'm not. Weird. I'm insulting you. Yeah, by saying I went to community and college. And there's nothing wrong. I went to community college. That's where I took my botany class. <laughs> Shout out to botany class and to um, community college. And to Bigfoots, <laughs> combos, kudos, snack machines everywhere across the United States and North America and all the Americas and all Europe, <laughs> all the continents. I don't feel like naming them all. And the oceans. Atlantis has the best snack machine. <laughs> Bermuda Triangle! Oh man, remember in England when they had those Cadbury cream bar and things and snack And machine? it was like the hottest day ever. <laughs> it was the hottest we... June on record and we bought melted Cadbury cream bars. <laughs> we didn't eat it till we got home though, I don't think. No, I guess no, we, we did. did. We, we ate it on the way to the airport. In the in the train. Yeah. Okay. We're on, on, yes. on that note. <laughs> so, Niles lays down, turns out the lights... Gets all comfy-co. Comfy-co? Yeah. Comfy-co. Yeah, comfy-co. That's the word. And, and that's when Daphne comes home from her date with Eric. And there's some smoochy smooches. There's some, definitely some smooches. And Niles is doing some peeping. He's like, hey, what's going on? That's his voice, I guess. <laughs> and then she, she like, walks off and we see Niles pull the blanket over his head and start weeping, which is... Dave realizing. Yeah. I literally have a line on my notes that says he can't cry, and th four lines later that he's crying. One of those lines is empty, and I didn't make the connection until right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> what we're finding out is Niles is a big liar. Okay. So or that this is the most emotional he's ever felt. Which I think then he probably should have never gotten married to Maris. Or he has to realize just how much, like, how important. This has to be a moment when he realizes just how important his feelings for Daphne are. So, we're still in Fraser's apartment. Yep. It's a new scene. New it's scene. the morning. It's a morning. There's some question. We had some issues with... Yeah, with we don't know because based on Daphne, she says, oh, she has three signs of a woman in love. Yeah. She's been on several dates with Eric at this point. Yes. And, you know, she she's always thinking about him. Mm-hmm. She can't eat. And she bought some new underwear. Which are the three signs of love. I know 
those are the three that I I, I went through. Um, um, with with Diana here. I was. I, my name is Matthew. <laughs> with Matthew here. Uh, I bought really. Myself, I bought myself so much underwear. I found. I found out. <laughs> found out about you, and Matthew. <laughs> Oh, I've been tricked. Uh, ha ha! Matthew's me all along. <laughs> what? I'm so confused. Me too, because who's me? <laughs> um, <laughs> so we find out Niles is there and that Maris is in Arizona for the weekend. Yeah, she's just flown to Arizona to go contemplate their marriage at a spa in a, in a mud bath. Mud bath. So dirty. <laughs> Well, yes, that's but kind therapeutic. Of the point. So, splashing. <laughs> you splash and you slap. You I squish. I don't. I don't know that you do any of those things in a mud bath. Oh. I'm not sure. Oh, I've never been in a mud bath. Before. Is there a Mr. Bubble <laughs> mud bath? Because I'm getting that. So this is. So this is where it gets a little confusing. So Daphne's been on several dates with Eric. But this seems like the night, the morning after Niles comes here. So we assume that this is, that from the first scene, that this is actually the first date with Eric. Right. And like, that they're coming back from the first date. But I'm thinking this is one of the other dates. They've been on several dates. Yeah. That's that's the so only that means... conclusion I can make, because why would... Maris be like a week later or two weeks later oh I gotta like fly away right. she would be flying away the next day right which means so it must have taken it would means it took some time for Niles to get his pirate outfit to get his pirate outfit yeah, yeah. do you and think like it's a rental I hope not guys don't if you're if you're gonna buy a costume for spicing things up in the bedroom <laughs> Buy it. Don't. If you're going to buy a costume, I mean, if you buy go, it. If you're gonna do, I mean, if you're gonna do like a costume role play thing for spicing that stuff up in the bedroom, just uh, buy it. Don't rent. Yes, splurge, splurge. Yeah. Well, it's not so much that as like mm, for the next person that's gonna use that costume. They're also. It probably already been pre-spiced. <laughs> Think about that. Think about how that outfit, that Cookie Monster outfit you got, has been pre-spiced. <laughs> God, Cookie Monster. Sexy. Uh, I mean, if you're into Frasier, you're in Cookie Monster. Okay, so... But here's the... Th okay, so Maris flies to Arizona. He specifically says she flew to Arizona. Yeah. But Maris never flies. Right. Remember, she was traumatized when she I was know. in first class. This, yeah. But she flies. Inconsistent. Very inconsistent. Come on, Frasier. Um, it's... It's season one. It's been like three episodes since that happened. This is not like a continuity thing where you're like, we're watching season seven and so, they forgot a thing from season one. This is, we're still in the first season. So Frazier mentioned something about going to couples therapy. Mm -hmm. And then Martin's like, no, that's a bunch of balloon juice. Um, just be, this is old fashioned, just romance her, you know, buy her some flowers. Uh -huh. She's probably allergic to them. <laughs> probably. She's and then make her things. some dinner, which she's allergic to a lot of things. <laughs> she is. Um, but we find out that the cook went away. Yeah. In sympathy. With Maris. Yeah, in sympathy. To Arizona, to also be in a Mumbai. <laughs> I don't know that she actually went to Arizona. I think she just left the house in, like, solidarity with Maris. I see. She probably just wanted a freebie, some days off. <laughs> Might She's be, like, yeah. 
on vacation. <laughs> so Daphne offers to go over there and cook a dinner. Right. Um, to help out. Uh, which is really sweet of Daphne. And Daphne mm-hmm. really, honestly, I feel like she has such a heart of gold. Like, she is, she would do anything for this family. Yeah. I feel like, even at this point, it mm-hmm. just, she really cares about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tank keeps laughing because the cat is looking. She it, she keeps, like, poking her head out from different angles and just, like, looking over at me and... She's trying to figure out how to get in your lap. I think she is trying to figure that out. <laughs> she doesn't quite got it, so she's just walking in circles. Um, <laughs> anyway, but no, okay, yeah, I agree. Daphne, heart of gold. So, next section, right? Well, yeah, but I do want to say, um, this seems like a mistake on Niles' part. So... Assuming we're understanding the whole situation correctly, Maris has left because she assumes that something was going on between Niles and the maid. And Niles is now going to invite someone to his house who he clearly has actual feelings for and who, like, he was, like, weeping because she kissed someone. It seems a mistake that to have her be part of the, like, fix things with my wife dinner. Eh, what could like, go wrong? Yeah, so what could possibly go wrong? So it was a dark wrong? and stormy night. No, really. It's a complicated section name. Yes, it, it was, but it's punny. It, is it? It's funny? Just regular old funny. I think it's just kind of regular old funny. Oh, that's what I said. (laughs) This mic is just broken. It was really weird how it's working today. And that we can hear that it's broken. I think this is the first time we see Niles' house. Yes. Which we actually find out is Maris' house. Right. And, okay, what, why was Niles doing an internship in the area? Remember, he talks about. Well, I mean, we don't know what else is in that area. So, but it sounds like Maris's family owns lots of homes in this area. Like, there's a gate. This is like a gated. Oh. No, I think what it is is this is a very rich neighborhood that he had to drive through. I think the family only owns one of the houses. It's just a rich neighborhood with lots of very large, expensive old houses that he had to drive through to get from like. But where their he's land, to- they have a lot of land. Yeah. I think it's just he doesn't specifically say he was interested in this particular this house. house. It's has just one gargoyles. Of, it does. No, have gar- I think he was interested in this house. Well, because he's talk. He does talk about. He is like the Kino brothers. Shout out to Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> um, you you know what I'm talking about. If you like Antiques Roadshow, that's gonna be oh my gosh, that would be a great podcast. Or just talk about Antiques Roadshow. I mean, it'd probably be really boring. Maybe we can get the Kino Brothers on it. <laughs> Best podcast, Kino Brothers podcast. It doesn't even have to have us in it. Okay, so I don't even know. Yeah, because Maris's house. This is four generations. There's a storm going on. I wrote, "There's a storm." Even though the section... Is called... So we find out, like, there was a tree that fell down, and Daphne had... Is all wet because she had to walk from 
some far-ish yeah. distance. She had to walk the several hundred yards of the rest of the driveway. Like, so they've got a huge driveway. Yes. Um, and I also... And I, ma- I imagine it's just very expansive, lots of green, because we know Yoshi works there, so there yeah. are lots of gardens. Yep. And there's a fountain. <laughs> yes. Um, also, I noticed Daphne seems to be wearing a vest made out of a crocheted throw rug. Yeah, that's popular. <laughs> I also think this area that they're in is sort of like the rec room of the house. It's kind of like a basement yeah. downstairs area. Yes. Um, Perhaps it's a lounge. Yes. Yeah, I think it's a lounge. It's a piano room. Mm-hmm. So, and then we find out how Niles and Maris got together. Right. Is this before the phone um, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so Niles. So, Maris was trying to get out of the gates. No, get in. Get in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this makes so much more <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah. So, she was stopped sort of on the side of the road or whatever, and he saw this and helped her get in. Right. But there was a spark, the hands touched, the doors magically opened. Uh huh. Uh. And they were married three short years later. Yeah. I feel like his point there is that it wasn't like they were soulmates or something. But I... Well, so they... I Yeah, I, I think I know where you're going with this. Because they definitely, like, implied that Three this years story, is a long time. Yeah, they implied that this, this story was so romantic that it meant that they should have been married very quickly. But then, ha ha, it was three years, which is a long time. But, like... That's not really a long time. Yeah. I feel like it's an average amount of time. Yeah, I don't know anyone who met each other at... I know some people. Well, at the age... Okay, I know very few people who met at the age they would have met, like, when he would have still been an intern and got married in less than three years. Like, from the day that they met. That seems pretty rare for our generation, anyway. I feel like there's... I mean, I know people. Okay. Well, okay. I, what I mean is, it's normal. And it doesn't you know seem... those people, too. Do I? Yes, you do. Okay. I don't know. I can't think of who you're talking about. But um, <laughs> I'm saying, it doesn't seem like a really long time, is what I mean. I, I would say, like, on I would say, like, that's an average amount. So A lot of people stay together a lot longer. Yeah. And a lot of people, I mean, how old he, he was like 33, how old is he, 35, Niles, now, 35? I'm not sure. Do we know his age now? I feel like he's in his 30s, but they've only been married Well, how much older is Frazier? I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) Well, because Frazier just is like turning 40. I don't know. I, there's <laughs> math here, and I feel there's like we math. could just look it up, because I don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't have all the clues, or I can't... We dissect all these things, and it's like I can't remember every little right. section right. that I can remember balloon juice. Okay. <laughs> um, and also, when she was stuck outside, she, yes. they said she was she had gone antiquing and she had just bought a rare bell jar owned by sylvia plath yeah that's pretty funny it seems funny it's one of two like literary jokes in this episode 
the cat just went a little nuts. So if that if you heard that, that's what that was. Um, so that's one of two literary jokes in this episode that I feel like smart people get, and I don't like. I know that's a like bell, the bell jar is a thing, but like I don't. I've never read it, so I don't know. If it makes... I don't think it really matters. It's just a. Re- it has really nothing to do with the book. I don't think in like I think I can't even remember. I've read the Bell Jar and I don't even remember like the reference. I feel like it's just not even a smart person joke. It's just like oh, <laughs> Sophia Plath has this thing called the Bell Jar. <laughs> okay, and, I didn't know if like and like that's the reference. Ha <laughs> ha, funny. It's actually not actually a smart joke, okay. and I said not like a lot <laughs> in there. It's not really smart. It okay. seems smart, but it's not. Well, I didn't know if like there's no more to it's it. Not. Other than that. No, okay. no, I'm just no, saying because no, I've never no, no, read no. it. So then, okay, I like the Glockenspiel. This is my favorite thing that they get. Their honeymoon in Zurich. Um, and that, but it's broken. But Niles found it in the attic and like brought it downstairs to sort of remind Maris of better times because this is obviously a, a big important dinner they're going to have. Right. But um, as we find out, um, oh, I guess this doesn't. I guess Daphne starts crying, right? Yes, Daphne starts crying, and um, we find out Eric broke up with her. He's very committed to his music. Mm-hmm. Daphne thinks that's a lie, that he found another girl, which, you scoundrel. <laughs> There's and no then, one better than Daphne. And then Niles is, you know, consoling her, mm-hmm. um, which seems so strange since he gets to dust off everything at Cafe Nervosa yeah. before he sits down. <laughs> Well, if but he's he was, okay. Like he, uh, that's a questionable. I don't think he is okay. If you look, he's extremely stiff about like the way he's trying to console her. He needs a pirate outfit on. <laughs> he does need the pirate outfit on. Uh, but yeah, he's he like tries like reassuringly like touching her head and stuff. But like, I don't know if he ever successfully does it. He hasn't been like hover hand thing happening. I don't. Like, he's very clearly uncomfortable. And I don't know if it's that he's uncomfortable because he's not comfortable touching people or if he's uncomfortable because he wants to touch her so much and he knows he's not supposed to. And he's holding back. Yeah. Because it would... It, he, in his head, it's inappropriate. Right. So, uh, the phone rings mm-hmm. and... Uh, he answers and he jumps up, basically yeah. throwing Daphne across the room, and she lands in the fire. <laughs> and well, well, it's funny because they basically do this exact same thing in the previous episode. It's very similar. So in the previous episode, there's a scene where um, Fraser and Lilith are in bed together, right? And then there's a knock on the door, and he like jumps up, and Lilith is left like like buried under the pillows and things. It's a very similar thing where like Daphne is like leaning on Niles and the phone rings and he leaps up and she just kind of like flops down onto the couch where he was. It's it's this very similar sort of sight gag thing. So we find it's Maris. She can't make it home because the storm there so her flight's been cancelled I'm assuming but maybe they have a private jet. That is why she can fly because they have a private jet. That is what I'm saying. Yeah but like 
six episodes ago, she said she's she never jet. flies. She's a private jet. She has nightmares she about She has a private flying. jet. <laughs> she's always first class on a private jet. So, um, then there's some thunder, mm-hmm. some lightning, and the electricity goes out. You know, <laughs> the private jet would explain one thing. People always changing their flights, like, last second. I'm doing some thunder noises. Diana is pantomiming thunder. Pantomiming shaking a metal sheet to make thunder. Yeah, that'll be... That's a call back, but not really a call to... It's a call forward? Yeah. I see you up there. I'm waiting for that. Episode real far in the future. Yes. Yes. No spoilers, but excellent episode. Um... We're going to have a heck of a time with that episode. <laughs> so so then we kind of flash to Fraser's apartment where we see the thunder and the lightning and storming. And it looks really fantastic out the window. Mm-hmm. And they must get used to this site all the time since they live in Seattle. Right. And Martin's on the phone and says, no, it's okay. It's storming. Don't drive. Go ahead. Spend the night there. Hangs up. And Fraser's like, well... You know, it's, you know, it's fine. You know, did you say spend the night there? He's like, sure. Mm-hmm. It's raining too badly. I don't know where I'm going. I've lost my train of thought. I just keep just reiterating myself well, into a circle. So basically he's just, so Daphne's staying. Frazier doesn't think it's that big of a deal because Maris is there, even though, you know, it's still a little weird because... Of Niles' obvious infatuation. It's just one of his little crushes. Right. Um, but then he finds out Maris isn't there. And then Frazier, like, is in action. He's like, oh my gosh, gotta go there. Because vulnerable woman, mm-hmm. unstable man. Gothic stinks. mansion, thunderstorm. It's gonna happen. Romance is blooming. And here's the other... It's like other... a blooming onion of romance. And here's the other obvious literary joke that I don't entirely get because he says, like, all it needs now is someone yelling Heathcliff across the moors. Stella! I think that's something else. Oh. Um, Are you sure? Yeah, I think the Heathcliff thing, I believe, is Wuthering Heights. Stella is Streetcar Named Desire. Okay. Um, I thought they were the same thing. I literally never, thought... The thing is... Wait, maybe that... I know this from The Simpsons. <laughs> yes. And I think they make a reference to both things in that episode. Do they? I don't know. I don't know. Well, so, here's the thing. I've never read The Belladar, never read Wuthering Heights, and... I don't think this really matters. You're making anything. too big of a deal out of it. I'm You're, just saying, and I don't... It doesn't make... <laughs> it doesn't... It, this really doesn't matter. The point is that... They got to hop too because things are going to happen. And as we see, the cat is going insane. That right after they leave, Niles calls and he's on the answering machine like, Frazier, you got to get here because something's going to happen and I don't trust myself. Which, come on. <laughs> Daphne can take care of herself. Right. She is a pool hall hustler. Yes. So speaking of that, Frazier is more worried about, um, about Daphne with Niles than he was about Daphne with Jimmy. Well, she's just had a breakup, and I think, like, she... He doesn't know that? Yeah, he does. Frasier? Yes. How does Frasier know she doesn't Why have a what else? Why else would she be vulnerable? Because well, she was she... there. Yes, of course he knows. How? 
She never. We don't ever see him tell. See her telling him. I would. I think it's assumed that he knows. Because it seems like. Well, because before when she decides she was going to go to the house, she had a date with Eric. Yeah. So that was after. like what this mor that morning. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, we maybe don't she was at home and like she was crying about it earlier. Maybe. And then she's pulling herself together. I don't think maybe. I think he knows. I think it's implied <laughs> that Fraser knows. And Fraser knows all. Okay, so we're at Niles's house again. Maris's house. Niles's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's playing piano. Right. Um, and Daphne walks down the stairs, and she's mm-hmm. wearing this white nighty. Mm-hmm. And when Niles sees that, it's like he does the, like, wolf, like, eyes out, jaw drop, <laughs> like, stuff, stuff, like, a whistle happens. It's, like, insane. <laughs> Pretty he, much. He basically, he was playing beautifully. She says, oh, you're playing so beautifully. And then he messes up and he tries to do a little flourish with the end <laughs> to cover it up, which right. I think is really funny. Yeah. And, um, where did they get all these candles? They got so many candles. They're rich. The rich. Yeah. Bath and Body Works. That's right. Rich people have a candle room. Bath they and Body jo- Works. And they have a candle made. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so she was supposed to put on something from Maris's wool collection, apparently, <laughs> but as we, as we kind of already know, Maris is very small lady, very petite, and yes. this is the only thing that fits, but she finds in the guest bedroom, which to me implies that either... It's not Maris's, mm-hmm. or, like, why is this in the guest bedroom? Yeah. It's, I don't know, but it fits, and, and... why is the largest bit of women's clothing in the house what appears to be, like, bridal lingerie? I do not know. <laughs> I do not know. I mean, it's classy. Classy. <laughs> yeah. Classy. It does not say bride on it. <laughs> yeah. It's not that kind of outfit. Uh, so... Um, actually, I write, actually, the call happens here, because he goes upstairs, he yes. says, I have to go upstairs, because I have it in my notes. I thought that happened in the last section, so they actually go back to the apartment, because I put Niles calls Fraser and Eddie is listening as they, mm-hmm. like, yes. pan out, and that's yeah. a really cute scene. Yep. Um, so then they actually go back, so then they flash to... Fraser's apartment. It's not really a new scene, but right. they show the call that's happening, and right. then they go back and. Well, then they go oh. to Fraser's car. Oh right! I yeah. don't even have that scene down here. Yeah, they jump to Fraser's car um, because. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh the... no, no, no! But I have it's burning with the heat of a thousand suns. So this. There's is... two scenes in the car. Okay. Oh, so there's another one before the a thousand suns. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So basically. They're having this big fight in the car, like Martin and Fraser are, because, um, like Martin's trying to give him directions. That's after. I've got it first. Okay, well, you took better notes than I did, then, I guess, <laughs> because I, I see that as before it. Well, I. I either way, All it right. happens. We're having a fight. <laughs> oh my gosh, the cat is going insane. She's zigzagging around the bus, uh, disturbing all the all the uh, patrons. It's weird they even let a cat on the bus. She paid. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, because this is where I wrote the note that I 
I got confused halfway through a sentence, and I wrote down that he really wants to protect... Fraser desperately wants to protect his minute. And what I meant to write was that he wants to protect his brother's marriage. Um, but yeah, so they have this big fight, and I like that, because Martin's trying to tell him which direction to go. At, like, where go he on should Roosevelt, turn. Yeah. because there's better traction in the rain. <laughs> yeah. And I like Fraser's like, you know, he tells him he was only allowed to go if he didn't give directions. So I like that he tries to say that, that like, I'm not giving you directions. I'm just telling you which way to go. Like, there's somehow some distinction between those. Um, I'm pretty sure you do have this out of order. Because before that happens, uh, and that's a really good car scene, but it's, he's talking about putting the, the wood on the fire. Right. And they're like, oh, we have to be careful. This is the last of the wood. Mm-hmm. And she says, no, the fire is going out. And he says, no, it's not. It's burning with the heat of a thousand suns. And he's like, they're like so close to each other right <laughs> yes. now. And she's like, no, it's just embers. And he's like, oh, I'll put wood on the fire. Right. And um, so then, then I think it's the car scene. And then after that is... Um, Daphne saying, you know, oh, I feel like I just fall in love so easily. Right. There are two car scenes. Really? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> the, the second car scene is after the car has broken down. They're stopped. The car has broken down. Fraser's mm-hmm. at the apartment. Uh, at the apartment. At the <laughs> house. Like, he can, this is where he's like, I can see the gargoyles. I'm just oh, gonna right, go. right. He's going to make a run for it. Right. Because so that's that's and the then separated. tells Martin to like call the car service right to go get there yeah and um, oh I like that it's implied that like Fraser like gives him the finger yes because he's like same to you <laughs> right um, he also like Martin tells him that like he flooded the engine by pumping the gas too much and Fraser's like you can't flood a fuel injected engine because. Frasier in this scene apparently knows more about the mechanics of his car. He knows about his car. his car. I guess. He knows about his car. <laughs> Alright, because I feel like we're going to find out he doesn't know anything about any cars. So, so this is the scene where Daphne is talking about her vulnerability. Yes. And Niles is trying to comfort her. Again, they're lying on the floor, which seems very weird, but they're trying to warm up by the fire. Yes. And, you know, he's saying, no, this is a great gift that you have. You're so warm and generous and kind. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, getting all sleepy. Mm-hmm. She, her eyes are closed. Right. She's, like, relaxed. And she's like, I feel very close to you. And and then Niall sort of leans over like he's going to kiss her. And then the, the glockenspiel yeah. starts playing music. Yeah. And Daphne has that great line. Dr. Green. Your glockenspiel has sprung to life. And, like, Niall stops, like, hmm? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, like, he's gonna have to explain something? Like, explain the fact that his glockenspiel has sprung to life. And, and then he realizes, oh, the clock! Yeah. And then he, then he, it brings him back to the moment. He's like, oh, Maris is going to be so delighted. And then he's like, oh, right, Maris. Right. Um... And so, so then, so Daphne's line after this, where she just says, "Like you really love her," makes it seem like 
she was ready for something to happen there. No, I don't think so. I I, I think it's very innocent. No, I, I like, think she's just reiterating. Why would he go to this trouble to do this dinner? All these things. I think she maybe she would have accepted a kiss that something would have happened. But I think also because of what's going to happen, she just. I don't know. I just feel like she felt close to him and trusts him so much. She trusts him. Right. So and, and just is reiterating the fact you really do love Maris. You're willing to do all these things. I, she sometimes, I think sometimes is just very, uh, is a I don't know what to say, like aloof? Like she doesn't always get what's happening. No, I, I do know, I, I know some, a lot of times that, I would say that's the case. I would say this particular line, I always read as like, no, she's realizing no. they shouldn't do anything because, I disagree. because he no, loves his I wife. Dis- I disagree. I'm just, okay. Yes, we can disagree, but I'm telling, I'm just trying to explain my thoughts on it. This yeah, is well, how- your thoughts are wrong. <laughs> kudos to you. You get a kudos. No, I just, I I really, really don't think that's what they meant it to be. I can see your point, but I really, really do not think she was thinking anything was going to happen. Because they had already been, like, about to kiss about 700 times in this episode, Uh and she's just all like, ooh, whatever, he's weird about body space. Right. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, just a second before this, he's... Lenny's leaning all close like he's gonna kiss her. She has no problem with the fact that his face is like an inch away her from her. Her eyes were closed. She opens them and he's right there and she has no reaction to that. Like to her it's not Well, it's weird. like she's yeah, because if you trust she's enamored somebody by the Glockenspiel. No, I mean if you're trustful of somebody mm-hmm. and you don't think they would ever do anything like that, you would assume like, you're with somebody, and they're married. hmm You would just assume, like, this person is a safe person. This Nothing is going to happen. I feel close to them. And, you know, it's just... I think a comfortable... She feels comfortable because she's had this, like... She feels so vulnerable from this breakup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I so. mean, I'm, I'm... That's my point, is that she just feels comfortable... I think it's weird to think anyone, even if she didn't think she was going to be kissed by Niles, she'd be like, whoa, that was scary. What are you doing leaning over me? Are you a vampire? (laughs) Which, you know, it's a gothic mansion with gargoyles. (laughs) It is. So then he says, Love is a funny thing, isn't it? Sometimes it's exciting and passionate, and sometimes it's something else. Something comfortable and familiar. That newly exfoliated little face staring up at you from across the breakfast table. <laughs> Sharing a laugh together when you see someone wearing white after Labor Day. So then, what is, like, Daphne sort of thanks Niles for, like, helping her. Right. And, like, kisses him on the cheek. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's sitting there and they're very close. And then Fraser's in the background. And he's, like, pounding on the yeah. thing, like, no, stop, don't, yeah. don't let anything happen. He, and he comes in the door, and he's, like, soaking wet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, see, this this is a part that, that I don't think works, because Daphne, you know, is like, what do you think was happening here? Right. Like, nothing was happening. How could you? She, she says that 
like, Dr. Crane, why would you think Dr. Crane is going to do this thing? Like, she doesn't even call him Niles. Well, yeah. At this point, which yeah. is, is really cute. And, like, she says, like, well, I, you know, he wouldn't do that. See, she's she's standing up for Niles. He would never do that. He's happily married. That, that's he loves true, his yeah. wife. Yeah. Why would he do that? He loves her excruciating face and how they laugh at white people. <laughs> Uh, which I, I love that she's like that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Um. So then Fraser sort of tries to cover up what he was talking about. Yeah. By he's like, like, oh, it wasn't didn't mean stop anything like that. No, like this night calls for music. Yeah. And so, um, which implies is- he's driven the entire way from his own apartment and then like walked in the rain. To pound on the window just to get them to play some music. Yeah, he goes over and then they go over to the piano. Obviously, then they go over to the piano together. And I just like that Niles looks over there, looks at his brother and goes, My glockenspiel's working again. Yeah. And Fraser has this look like, what? Yeah, another great look. Like- yeah, like, mm, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. And then they're playing, you know, some song right and then the, something like, about tossed salads and scrambled eggs and it's very loud it's the I only like this thing end, can... yeah the end scene they're very like they're all singing along all three of them mm-hmm. or she's like really into it it seems very loud yeah and then martin's out there in the rain trying to get their attention uh-huh. and it's just really funny and they can't hear him or see him apparently yeah no candles are over there lighting his face from oh. underneath, like, in a spooky way. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, like, Fraser, like, he pounds on the window and starts yelling and then walks in seconds later. So, clearly, Martin's almost at the door. He spends more time standing outside the door trying to pound his way in and get everyone's attention than Fraser took getting to the actual Plus door. Plus, doors open there. Those doors open? Yeah. That he was pounding on, but he comes it, in through a side door. Well, it might be, like, latched or something, but there's still an open, like, a side door he can go in. Yeah. Uh, so, um... Drinks? <laughs> drinks. Okay. So, we only have, uh, there's two specific drinks, because Fraser didn't get to order his in the first episode, in the first part of the episode. Though I don't know that technically Niles ever got his either. But, um, there is, of course... <laughs> The double cappuccino, half-calf, non-fat milk with just enough foam to be aesthetically pleasing, but not so much that it leaves a mustache with cinnamon. Um, and also, they get the Kenya blend, which, oh, by the way, did I mention this? They don't pronounce it the Kenya blend the way they did in the first episode. Yes. Uh, but, uh, and then just at one point, they just have some wine. Yeah, at the end. Daphne, get us some wine. Yeah. In Niles' house, which Fra- you Fraser's should... is so bossy. He is really bossy. So, but there's wine on the table because it was supposed to be a romantic evening. Right. It's just been sitting out there getting all gross. <laughs> uh, like that's moldy. not really what happens to wine if you yes, just leave it, it out for like... Yes, it is. If it's not like chilled, you gotta put an ice cube in it. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so pro tip to all you wine drinkers out there... Definitely put an ice cube in it if it's gotten anywhere Just one. below. No more. If it's gotten anywhere warmer than, like, in a freezer. 35 degrees. Yeah, anywhere warmer than 35 degrees Fahrenheit, then drop in an ice cube. 
that's the best way to drink it. Um, well, you use, it's like, you know, with iced coffee, how you make the coffee ice cubes? You yeah, use, make some wine cubes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm good, saying. Good plan. I know. That is a good plan. <laughs> um, so we don't have any callers because there were never any callers. It's been a lot of not callers. There have been a lot. Well, no, the last one had um, a lot of callers. Well, it had one. It had, it had seventy callers. Um, well, this one had none. Um, anyway, any any final thoughts? I know you really like this episode. This just I really like this episode. I want that ninety. <laughs> I feel Me like too. a ninety is. <laughs> Dave, Dave I wanna, and I are going to have matching 90s. I want a glockenspiel. I do, too. Mainly just because I want more excuses to it's say like, the word glockenspiel. It's a good word. It's a good word. I think we need to go to Germany. Because <laughs> the black horse. They got it in Zurich. That's what I meant. <laughs> well, I was thinking because Germany is also known for clocks, but where yeah. I was was known for, like, cuckoo clocks. So mm-hmm. not glockenspiels. <laughs> no. Um... That would have been awesome. <laughs> I went to the like a Glockenspiel store. Um, the Glockenspieler. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's a, my final thought. All right. All right. Well, then um, with that, this has been episode one seventeen, a midsummer midsummer no midwinter night's dream. <laughs> Another literary reference. Yes. Um, midwinter night's dream. Uh, and this has been TJF Arcade, wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night, Seattle. We love you.